afternoon, we've got five questions with the one and only Brian Roach coming up at 120. But before we get into that, as I've been saying, we've got the trade deadline in baseball, which we haven't addressed at all on this show. So many deals going down. Because we've been talking about David Price nonstop. Well, the Red Sox also haven't been very active. No. Nope. And, and the one guy that I was looking at in terms of uh, bolstering the bullpen was Pat Neshek, and they didn't even get him. He was on the move. Where did mm. he go yesterday? Colorado. Colorado. Go Good job. Good job, yeah, Dombrowski. They're missing out on their bullpen arms. Good job, Dombrowski. And let me tell you this. I don't expect anything to happen. Because what do we know about Dave Dombrowski? He likes to trade young guys. He likes to trade in general. And he's usually the first person to the punch. Maybe he hasn't he, been this year. He's the last because he so has maybe nobody to give up. My, well, this is what I'm getting at. Maybe there's just no punches to be thrown. Yeah. So he's he's always first to get there. He's always willing to wheel and deal and make some and make some moves to try and make your team better. Maybe he has one big deal that's just ready for the trade. Uh, maybe. Well, he's already. But said. I don't. I don't see how they're gonna make an impact deal. I don't see how yeah, they make was... a big play to get a, a player in here that's going to really impact the team he was asked if he was going to and this obviously is talking more about a starting pitcher than a reliever out now that we know that price is on the dl he was asked are you planning on making a move to bring in another guy and he said no we're just going to go with doug fister in david price's spot which is just the attitude of no it looks looks good we're not going to do anything and what pissed me off yesterday and i know brian johnson was scratched from his latest start in Pawtucket, shoulder fatigue with shoulder fatigue but that's not what upset me what upset me was there was a report, and forgive me, I can't remember who wrote it, that said that Brian Johnson, regardless of the shoulder fatigue, wasn't even being considered for yeah. Price's spot. It was automatically going to Doug Fister. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying that Brian Johnson is some kind of stud, but the, can we all, can we all agree that he's Fister. better than Fister? Oh, yeah. Yes. Right? And it pisses me off that, fine, he's got shoulder fatigue, but he was not being considered. Well, hold on. Is Henry Owens being considered? Why? Oh, was what? Oh, joking. Please. Guys, yeah. guys, yeah. Like yeah. Up, update. So the Yankees are looking at rentals. You Darvish, Lance Lynn, and uh, Jaime Garcia with the price of Sonny Gray being As way too high. As the Yankees should be. They're not going to trade Garcia. Uh, the Twins just got Garcia. The Twins aren't going to trade him to the Yankees. Hey, maybe they were That's trying to a stupid trying to get whoever put that Yeah, in but you could, you could try to get pieces Who, Who's from... the source? Was it Rosenthal? Uh, it was Heyman. John Heyman. Okay. John Heyman. Uh, that's there's a pretty, also that's a pretty good source about yeah. that twins closer uh, that uh, that he may be on the move. Kinsler, yes, that he could end up being on the move, and that that might be a guy that the Red Sox are targeting as well for the bullpen. See, I'm looking. At, there's one rumor I've heard multiple times over the course of the week, mm-hmm. and the Mets obviously suck. They they they're not going to make the playoffs, right? And they already traded off Duda to the Rays. Yeah, uh, they have two pieces. The Red Sox. Could be interested in Jay Bruce, mm-hmm. power bat. Yep, he can play first. He can outfield, outfield, and the DH. You got the numbers? Uh, I can, I can. Uh, you can finish well, with that. Yeah, he has one, like twenty-seven home runs. Yeah, or something and then like that. they the power have, bat, and then they have a reliever, Addison Reed. Yeah, who, Addison Reed, who's yep. been filthy this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's had some hiccups here and there, but I got Jay Bruce's numbers. So okay. two sixty-five, twenty-seven bombs, seventy-two ribbies. Pretty that good. Would Pretty be good helpful. Oh, I forget. Is he a switch hitter? I, I, he no, bats he's left. a left. That's yeah. even better. He's, so, he's so look, yeah, that's that's a guy you can target for right. sure. What's that going to cost you? I, I don't think it will cost much because the Mets are looking to basically rebuild. Kind of. They uh, have uh, young outfielders. Uh, they have Nemo. They have Confardo. Would you be uh, giving up prospects in that deal? Yes, but I don't think Not you have much. to give up much. Which yeah. prospects though? Like w- would you have to give double, up Devers? Double, no, 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 double A, yeah. single A guys. Yeah, you maybe, like maybe up. Michael Chavez. Yeah, Michael. Uh, perfect, Chris especially given his his value is through the roof right, right. now. It, not uh, not only him, but Bryce Brents has proven valuable. He has twenty home runs in the minor leagues. Maybe you can be like Rusney. Rusney, yeah, Rusney. So option. so would you say it's that an expensive okay. option? So I, I'd not say really. Bruce is so, expensive so too. Of, though. I'd say of the prospects, the only two that five million dollars. Jay Bruce is owed this year. So I, five so, million. So, so do you guys agree that the two untouchables in terms of the prospects would be Devers and Jay Groom? Uh, I don't agree on Jay Groom, but and Trey Ball. I mean, Devers, I, I wouldn't move. They're not going to touch whatever. any of those guys. They, I, I, I don't, don't think touch. they want to move Jason Groom. No, I don't think so either. If you touch any of those guys, you have nothing left. Right. right. So no, the I farm system's the, already depleted. Right. Now. Exactly. And, and the way that the Yankees are going about doing what they're doing, it's smart. It's strategic. Absolutely. I feel like when Dabrowski makes a trade, he gives up a little too much. Oh, he just shoots from the hip. He yeah. is a gunslinger when it comes to this stuff. 
Meanwhile, the Yankees are striking while the iron's hot. And right. while their team is feeling good. Right. So, I mean, the Yankees are going in the opposite direction this trade. But if they have the to Red give Sox. up some stuff in order to get these rental pieces, you Darvish isn't what he used to be. Sonny Gray is off and on. Uh, well, Lance Lynn is off and on you as say well. You Darvish isn't what he used to be. Granted, he's not having the best year. But before he got shelled in his last couple outings, he was actually having an okay season. But who do he face? You got to look. He faces Oakland. Uh, at least three times uh, uh, this year. So That's far. true. He's playing in the AL West, which right? Is a garbage and fire. Angels is what tries a garbage fire. So I, I like to kind of look at it uh, with regards to the perspectives of the Yankees and the Red Sox, and right. and where they are in terms of mindset. Uh, well, just the roster that they currently have versus See, what they could go out and acquire at the deadline. The and Red I Sox think... aren't only playing for this year; they're playing for the next couple years. Yankees yeah. are playing just for this year. No, no, no. Yes, you, you got that backwards. No, Brian. I do not. The, because the the Yankees are set up for the future in not, a pretty good not, way. Not really. Red Sox are, are too. Are you kidding? Though. They're they're a good young team now. They, they their uh, starting rotation is suspect. Absolutely. Uh, but they got good young Pineda's hitters. We're going to be gone for a while. Sabathia has uh, uh, resurrected himself, but who he's knows if he's going to keep it out? Yeah. Uh, Masahiro Tanaka. Uh, sure, he just had like an awesome. The game rotation yesterday. is suspect. I just said that they have and good then, young roster players that have been getting them over the hump. Right? Gardner's a free agent uh, after next year. Okay. Uh, Matt Holiday. Matt Holiday sucks. Todd Frazier's a free agent. Uh, Headley. Headley's awful. Brian, are any of those the guys that are really contributing to the fact that the Yankees are in first place? All of them are. Gardner's resurrected his career this year. He has a lot of home runs. He's he's been on base a ton. Okay. Uh, The only piece they really have is Judge. No, there's there's three or four players. Chapman, couple great bullpen. You got Chapman. You got Judge. You got um. Sanchez, suspect. Chapman is the worst. Chapman's having a bad year. He's having a bad year. No, I'm just saying overall, like his whole career, he always walks everyone. So so everyone's just blown away by the fact that he can throw 105. Right, exactly. And and that's that's all he brings. He has no control over anything. So So he's a Joe Kelly, is that what you're saying? Uh, Joe Kelly is actually... Except this year, Joe Kelly's been fine. You guys seem to really like Joe Kelly. I do this year, Dave. I I don't. When he has a... Roll. He's 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 thrived. Sorry to go off on that. Except you can't you can't pitch him every day. You just can't because. For some reason, you, Joe Kelly can only you can't pitch every pitch other day. Any bullpen arm every day. You wouldn't pitch him every day, but you literally can't pitch him back to back days ever. They've they have been doing that this year. They have not done that one single time with Joe Kelly this year because there is a contingency with Joe Kelly that you don't pitch him back to back days. That's it, a problem for Joe Kelly. I just want to make my initial point. Yeah. Which was that the Yankees, as it relates to the deadline, and the Red Sox, as it relates to the deadline, and the roster pieces that are currently there. The Yankees, with their young roster, have added, which gives that team a boost, right? A little confidence boost. It tells them they that have the a owner, more veteran. It tells roster. them, Brian, that the owner and the coach believe in the team, right? So it gives a younger team confidence. They're not that young, though. They are younger, right? Than the Red Sox? No, Red Sox are the one. I of didn't the youngest say than the Red Sox. They're a young team. The Yankees. They have way more veterans. Point They're being, not a younger team. Point being, they have you, like three young pieces. As the owner, you go out and you instill confidence in the team by adding right. and suggesting that right. we believe it's this team to can make their, a run. What are the Red Sox doing? Is my point. They don't. They don't have yeah. enough veteran presence on that team. They can't add to a roster that they should believe can make a run at a World Series this year. Right. I've said it a million times. The Red Sox are more talented than the Yankees. They should be. Far and away, yep. better than the Yankees. They, they should be running away with the AL East. Like six more guys, and they're not. You know what's funny? The problem is, it's it's not baseball either with the Red Sox. That that's my thing. It's it, they're not. It's not a matter of them struggling. I think it, it's a. It a, is a matter of no, them struggling. Hold on, it's a they're hitting two oh eight. They the are. They are. Games. But it's, Brian, you're forgetting the step by step process. Why are they having these? Because of distractions. And that's distractions. Why. Yes, that's you don't know why. When Hold you, on, when Ryan. You, when you, you don't have think a manager at all to the on the field what, play. What does it have to do with Xander Bogart struggling and Mitch Moreland struggling? I, I when think you, you have a point... manager like John Farrell that can't connect with the players, and there's so much inconsistency across the it board all adds up, on Ryan. that roster. It adds up. It takes a toll on the players uh, that should be stepping up, and they don't step don't up for that reason. I don't think it has anything to do with why Xander yes, and Mitch is. Moreland are struggling. You don't think that the manager not putting his players in a position to succeed at all times has anything to do with how's the play he, on the field? How's he doing that? 
You, you like How is he not putting his players in a position to succeed? He has not done anything this year to mount, uh, mount that. Do you like you ju- already do you talked like- about Mookie Betts being in the leadoff position and that not being the spot he should be in. Well, yes. Because he, uh, he feels comfortable there. So I, w- I would have kept him in there, too, if he feels comfortable. Instead of hitting 215. Who would you rather have, Joe Girardi or it's John It's a makeup Farrell? problem, Brian. As, as your manager right now, Joe, oh, Joe Girardi is not, 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 yeah. not even close. But John Farrell hasn't hurt this team. Well, this year, yes, this he year, has. no, a little bit. but you're you're he, only looking at the on the field crap. Exactly. Right? Yes, exactly. That's, that's Dave, Dave, Farrell yeah. has always been a problem in the clubhouse. He, he he's just as bad as some of his and players. You know what, look Dave? at the Jess Mendoza incident. How is a player supposed to look at a coach? Nailing one of the sideline reporters, oh, Moran. And, you, and you're supposed yep. to and yeah. you're supposed to respect Moran. that man. Didn't I say Jess Moran? No, you said Mendoza. <laughs> but forget about it. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> anyway, point being, you know what I'm getting at here. Yes. The players don't look at this manager and say that's a guy I should respect and listen to. No. And you know what? He doesn't connect with the players in a big way. He doesn't control his clubhouse. So that is a problem. And it's kind of ironic that that's the problem because a year ago, I remember praising him for that, being the clubhouse glue as a manager and not being the in-game manager type. This This year, it's kind of been the opposite Right, this might be the first year you can actually say he hasn't hurt them that much with the in-game management stuff, although there have been several instances that I want to blow my brains out watching them when they get a a runner on first and second, nobody out, and they don't bunt the guy over. That's ridiculous. Insanity. That's That's happened a million times. Hey, 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 hey. They run into outs all the time. Yes, that's because they're aggressive base running teams. Because they're told to be aggressive by the manager. No, not by the manager. Who's telling them? There's, uh, they do it themselves, too. Oh, so who tells them do what you want. Be aggressive. What? No one. Who's they, giving them the free you think rein, Hanley Brian? Brian listens who gives to them, anyone? Who gives Hanley them? does it on his own. Hanley doesn't run. Yes, he does. He's barely a All base runner. All the time. Brian. He gets actually, actually, out actually, third. A, a couple oh, days, a couple days ago. Oh, my God. A couple it's days a mis- ago when he scored from second on the San Diego okay. player. Yeah, Brian, who's one. giving them the permission to be an aggressive base running team? Free Liberty. No one. It's, it's Farrell. John Farrell. So, it's okay, John Farrell. who's not telling them then to stop running into outs? Who's no one, not telling no them? And that's a that's problem. A problem. Yes, that's a problem. That's a problem. That is an issue. That's, that's what a, we're saying. That's, that's not John why... Farrell's fault. Yes, yes it, it is. is. He's no. the manager. Yes, he... it is. Brian. Who kept him? Brian. Who kept him? Brian. Who kept him? Who kept who? Who kept John Farrell? Who kept him? Dombrowski. The the... No. John Henry. Yeah. John Henry and Dombrowski. So it's their fault. It's not. Don't put it on John Farrell. Dude. Okay, fine. At at any given level, you can you can point at the owner and you can say, "Oh, he should fire the manager." He should have been if fired. If he doesn't fire the manager, then it's his fault he, that the manager sucks. But he, the manager still sucks, yeah. and that's on the manager the as much as it's on the owner. He should have been fired before just, this year, Brian. Just as it's on the players for not performing well, just because they have a manager that doesn't control the clubhouse. It's on the players, it's on the manager, it's on the owners. How yep. many times have we said this organization is a mess from top to bottom? There are so it's many issues. I don't think all the way to the top. I think John Henry's been fine. What is, with what? What has he done? Nothing. Open his wallet and yeah, exactly. say, Dombrowski, rip apart my farm system. <laughs> yeah, Just ex- don't go above the luxury tax, yep. even though we're a team that should be able to blow right past that luxury tax. And if they were truly all in for a World Series, they wouldn't give a crap about the luxury tax. So the owner's involved, Dombrowski's involved, Farrell's involved, and the players are involved. Top to bottom, the organization is a mess. You guys, you Where know, does it you know start what sucks? and stop? You know what sucks is that the Red Sox are actually playing good because now they're right they they not playing well. But, but they don't. They're they're in second. They're, Fine, they're, they're playing half a good, game Mark, behind. But have the they Yankees. at any point this year really reached their ceiling? Have no. you ever had but a stretch of is, play where you're like, this is as good as they are? But when they're, they, they're at a point where they well, can't fire John Farrell. Did they win ten Why of eleven not? at one point? They can't fire him right they now. They are now a game, uh, a half a game behind the Yankees. I in would, July. I would, but I, I, they won't. It warrants. Won't. A, it warrants it though. If, if they will, if they miss the playoffs, they will file. Oh, if they make, uh, yeah. If they miss, but the playoffs, if they make the playoffs, but, but it hurts. But then it's too late, right? We just talked about this in the break. For some reason, Farrell has like nine lives. He's he's a little kitty cat out there. It's, all right. He's, for some reason, we all know why. Nine we all he's, know he's why. He's a big kitty cat. Is it Chris Sale? No, that isn't why. Well, then why? Okay, so look, his job was in what? jeopardy. We all thought we speculated last year. His job was in cancer. jeopardy last week when they went on the. Fu- uh, okay, <laughs> it's fine, the but, cancer. But that we're way past that. But then, no, no, no. But you asked why he still has the job. It's because he no, got sick. No, 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 no. Right now, why does he still have a job? 
Chris Sale's been saving his ass. Thank you. Every five days, Chris Sale goes out and pitches. Now, his job was clearly in jeopardy, I would say, if you're John Farrell, after losing to Seattle in the way that they lost to Seattle, they lost four straight. And then Chris Sale pitches. And you're talking about the end of that road trip, possibly not having John Farrell even make it back to Fenway. Yep. But Chris Sale goes out and pitches lights out. So so what is it? Do you have to lose five straight? Because you're not gonna. Because Chris Sale pitches every five days and saves this guy's ass. If it's Chris Sale saving his ass every five days, then it has nothing to do with John Farrell as a manager. Mm -hmm. John Farrell as a manager has been an issue for this particular team. He can't control his clubhouse, and that is evident with all the crap you see going on with David Price and Dennis Eckersley. Let me and, ask you and, this. and the if fact Jim... that the whole team applauded that means that he doesn't have a grip on anyone in this clubhouse. Well, and, and your, it well, starts, it, it hey, starts from the, the top, whole team too, though. Didn't it, it. it starts, it starts the from team. the top, too, though. Yeah. Like, the, the, from the top, the owners have to make a stand and say, this isn't right. This is not what should be going on. I, I, I get it's it, Brian. It's still wishy washy on what they want to do. But, but if, if Jim Lee's blame in a lot of places, Brian. Right. For but, example, but Farrell's not exempt from blame because you can blame the owner as well. I'm just saying he he hasn't been the main source of the issues. Yeah, Guys, let me ask you this. If Jim Leland was the manager right. of the Red Sox right now, would this BS no. be Hell happening? No, no. They'd Hell be no. Out, he's, and, and straight that's, he's straight that's writing right on out. the yeah. wall. That's writing on the wall that you got to get rid of this guy. And you know what? Because he has nothing with these and, players. And unfortunately, I'm glad, I'm glad you brought up Jim Leland because that's the guy I would rather have. And I right. think that's the guy that Dombrowski should go after. Unfortunately, at the WBC... Jim Leland was asked about it again. Would you come back to managing? And he said, after this, I am done. No, I so think he'll I come, think he's back. come back. No, I, I, I'm going to take him at his word. I'm going to take him at his word. But and there's yeah, guys, I'm, done. I'm not saying well, just Jim he's Leland. Back, but. I'm saying there's guys out there that had that veteran presence yeah. that went through these type of situations. Yeah. Because you could even John Farrell like, doesn't know how to right. deal with these You can look at scenarios. like Jason Veritek or something no. like that. But no, he doesn't have the managing experience. He's a bench coach first. All catchers. Have been good managers. I'm going to tell you uh, another reason why you can blame the owners. You look at Girardi. He's he was a Matheny. catcher. Mike Matheny. Yeah. One re- one reason you can definitely look at the owners and blame them for the management on this team is that they let the guy who probably could have reined them in a little bit walk last year yeah. to the Diamondbacks. Sorry, Lovello. Yeah. yeah. Lovello should More be the well, manager Lovello's of this doing team. With those D-backs he too. is making them into a championship team. Is what mm-hmm. he's doing. Yep. So you see the impact a manager can have on a clubhouse. And now, and now, um, you, manager of the you year. also hear the Ooh. differences. You remember there was a press conference with Lovello earlier in the year where he's talking about, "Hey, we're not there yet. You know, this is a team that needs to know what it takes to win in this league." Right. How often? Do you hear John Farrell criticize his team even to that extent? He's Never. a pitching coach. I, I, and He's I, a pitching that's, coach. That's exactly and it. I think sheesh. in 2015, Tori Lovello taking over for John Farrell and the team doing better, that wasn't a coincidence. No, yeah. it was not. And Ashish, you mentioned, if they don't make the playoffs, John Farrell gets fired. But isn't that a little too late? Yep. It is, yeah. You missed your, missed your chance. Yep. They should you be had an running away with the AL you, East. You, Dave Dombrowski, John Henry, Tom Warner, they all missed their opportunity when the whole scandal with Jessica Moran came out. They had their golden opportunity to give John Farrell his walking papers then and there, and they didn't do it. They didn't do it. They didn't do it. So look, I'm not saying that the Red Sox haven't had a good season so far. They're a half game back in the AL East, but when you look at the roster, that's not good enough. No. It's just not. This team is not reaching their potential. And when a team's not reaching their potential, the first place you look to make a change is always the manager. Always. Just to get a spark. Right. Just to let them know. This There's, kind of performance there, is not okay. There are different kinds of sparks, and right now, since Devers didn't work fully, obviously, because they've lost. How us. safe do you think John Farrell's job is right now? Not much. Oh, he's on the hot seat for sure. You think so? Not that safe. I would, safe. I would, every I would, day I would hope he's slip, not that safe. Every day that they slip down in the standings, he's going to be if more they, and more on the hot seat. If they get swept, he's done by Monday. I'm calling it. Sure. But the problem but is... But Chris Sale's going to bail him out again. Yeah, Chris Sale's going to By the end him. of the weekend. And then here's the other thing. Chris Sale starts Tuesday. Und- under this management group, what manager has lost his job midseason? None. None. That's that, That's why I was even trying Bobby to make Valentine. a point. Yeah, it's too late. So too late. I, they're not going to do it in the middle of the season. But it's not as if you don't have a perfect example of what a manager switch can do when you went to Tori Lovello. Right? I, will, I will say it's there a statement is, if you do it midseason. Sure. It's a statement. Oh, totally. But that's what that's what I'm saying. 
You actually have the test. It's just never happened you, in the but, re- for, for the Red Sox. But you've you've had Under the fake you've had the yes. fake test of having Lavello become the manager midway through a season. That is that can be used as a parameter for saying, hey, maybe if you have a coaching change at this juncture, but it's gonna actually help who, the who team. Do you go after, yeah, Dombr- but Dombrowski wasn't here for that, so he doesn't care. Not That's that. a whole other question. Who do you, <laughs> who do you go after? I, 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 would, might be I, would, the I would try to get Leland out of retirement and be like, please come back. I'm I'm right. begging you. Because he's the only guy. Maybe Larusa? What's he up to these days? Yeah, Larusa. Is he, is he like working on? as like an Tony advisor to the Cardinals? Yeah, what's to, he's he's not a manager anymore. Is he know. like is he like an advisor to St. Louis I'll or something? Up in the break. I don't know what he's up to. Go out and get one of those old managers who's been out of the game for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. One of those old school guys that'll come here and whip this team into shape. Or, because John Farrell's not doing it. Or you just promote Dizarcina. Yeah, but Gary Dizarcina, maybe. Yeah, maybe you good. do it. It's is he, than Farrell. I, I, know, is he gonna provide? Look, we don't know that. Look, it almost doesn't matter. Right. You just shake it up. You just need to fire the guy so that the players look up wide-eyed and go, "Oh crap! Oh no! We we just lost our our binky, John yeah. Farrell. Now our, our playgrounds. That's not good. Our playgrounds no more. Right. Somebody's taking in. It's not they even. The, all, it's not all the, the players. I feel like the young players are fine. Really, I feel like they're the issue. They have no fire. They are, uh, again, does. punchless. I think Mookie does. Does Mookie really strike you as a guy that's fired up all day, every day? Is he firing the rest of his teammates up? I think so. Yeah. You think okay, he's so a leader? I, I think he could so be. So just speaking to... But he's uh, not. Not right now. He's young. So Larusa apparently in 2014 took a job to become the chief baseball officer for the Diamondbacks. So great. He's with Lovello. <laughs> awesome. 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 So he's he's not available. So th- that's, Hell, what's, why, that's Hey, maybe get Joe Torre out of the league offices and be like, hey, do you want to come back and manage? Not after you know, they never, to protest never that game. Coach leave the leave, leave that cushy Please. job that you have at the league offices disciplining players. Yeah, get back yeah. into the grind. Yeah, that's right. not going to happen anytime soon. Ridiculous. But this team needs a spark. If it's just the action, the very action of firing the manager, that they need a spark. They got to wake up. 603-883-9900. We've got five questions with Brian coming up next here on the Sports Blast. Don't go anywhere. ESPN New Hampshire. Pop quiz. What's the most important part of a ship? Don't answer. It's the crow's nest. Know why? Complete visibility. I can see what's on the horizon and my crew pulling the ship together on the deck below. That's how I run this ship. And that's why we use Granger. Granger helps us keep a clear eye on our inventory. Saving us time, saving us money, and helping keep everything ship shape. It's always smooth sailing with Granger. Call clickgranger.com or stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. And I'm Jerry Rice saying so long from San Francisco. Thank goodness. Oh, these overtime games are just killing my back. You should try the patch. The patch? The Tiger Bomb patch. It's a blend of essential oils that goes deep into aching muscles and joints for fast, soothing pain relief. I go for Tiger Bomb after every game. What every armchair quarterback needs, proven pain relief. And a good wide receiver. You don't know any, do you? Roar back from pain with Tiger Bomb. Every day, the men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend the American way of life. Since 1775, we have served our nation as a force in readiness. From combat operations to humanitarian assistance in every corner of the world. No matter where the mission takes us today or wherever our country needs us tomorrow, we always remember the land we call home. As Marines, we take a stand for each other, for our nation. For us all, the few, the proud, the Marines. This may sound like a typical high school basketball game being played on a Friday night in New Hampshire. In fact, it's a crash course in cooperation and teamwork. It's a test of dedication, determination, and drive. It's character development in action. If you think high school sports are only about competition, think about this. High school sports can play a critical role in a student's overall education. In fact, studies show that students who participate in school sports are more likely to enjoy greater levels of achievement in their academic lives. At the same time, 
Playing sports helps teach lessons not covered in the classroom. Lessons like tolerance, respect for the rules, and the importance of supporting your community. High school sports, a winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the New Hampshire Interscholastic Athletic Association and the New Hampshire Athletic Directors Association. Scores, standings, trades, and breaking news. This is your ESPN New Hampshire update. The Red Sox returned home last night, but it wasn't the homecoming they were looking for. They fell to the Royals 4-2. Rick Porcello with the loss. He's now 4-14 on the season. David Price was scheduled to pitch last night, but was placed on the 10-day DL following an MRI on his elbow on Thursday. The stint was uh, the stint was made retroactive to July 25th, so he'll be eligible for return on Friday. The Sox have dropped five of their last six games and are now a half game behind the Yankees in the AL East after the Yanks topped the Rays last night 6-1. to Sox and Royals will do it again tonight. Eddie Rodriguez on the hill. First pitch from Fenway Park is at 7-10. The Patriots are conducting their first full padded practice today. They begin their preseason against the Jags on August 10th. Other Patriots news, Raymond Claiborne is the 26th player inducted into the Patriots Hall of Fame. The ceremony took place today outside of Gillette Stadium. Claiborne spent 13 years with the Patriots and holds the franchise record, along with Ty Law, with 36 interceptions. With your Sports Center update, I'm David Pollard. Don't go anywhere. The Sports Blast continues live from the ESPN New Hampshire studio in Nashua right now. Just what is it that you want to do? Well, we want to be free. We want to be free to, to do what we want to do. And we want to get loaded. And we want to have a good time. And that's what we're going to do. Well, wait, baby, let's go. We're going to have a good time. We're going to have a party. Excuse me. I'd like to ask you a few questions. It's time for five questions. Five is right up. Man, let me ask you something. I got a question. Only on ESPN New Hampshire. You don't have to answer that question. I'll answer the question. 900 AM Nashua. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers. I want the truth. Calm down. 1250 AM Manchester. What did you say? And ESPNNHradio.com. Thank you for all your cooperation. All right, back here on the Sports Blast, ESPN New Hampshire and ESPNNHradio.com. It is time now for Five Questions, and this edition of Five Questions will be brought to you by the one and only Brian Roach. Am I a sponsor? You are a sponsor. <laughs> this, this edition of Five Questions is brought to you by Roach. Papa Roach. Papa Roach. Papa Roach. Papa Roach. This is my last resort. <laughs> I like it. That was, that was all right. All right. Suffocation, so, no breathing. Yeah. Question Smash one. Smash my life into pizzas. <laughs> this is my plastic fold. Go for it. All right. <laughs> Question number one, guys. Standing right here. Been here for a long time. Mm. We're in first place. Oh, you were, were. standing? I didn't, I didn't see. We, not we're in first place. We were. were. In first we place. were in first place. Was. Yeah, that was that was yeah. before the game yesterday. Right. Now they are officially a half game back. Yeah. All right. Second. So uh, I, I teased this way earlier in the show, but... Trade deadline's coming up mm. rapidly, rapidly approaching. Deals are being done left and right. Rays acquired a couple people, Yankees. Mm. Uh, Mets are acquired a closer for some reason. I don't know what the Mets deal is. but Because um, they're out of it. Uh, they don't need anything. What do the Red Sox need more? A bat or an arm in the bullpen? I think a bat. Right now, like... As much as I'd love to add a reliever to bolster that pen, because I think that's desperately something you need down the stretch, this team can't score runs. Okay, We talked about this earlier in the show. They're not hitting it out of the ballpark. Their leading guy in terms of home runs has 17, and that's Mookie and Hanley tied, right? Yep. And you have other teams in the AL, or you know what, all of baseball, that have multiple guys in We're the 20s. 20s. Yeah, home runs are actually up this year. So um, home runs are up, and yet you're they struggling They broke the record, the actually, I think it was in June. Or May, they broke the record for uh, most of the runs in a month. It was in June. June. I think it was June, right before the All Star break. What's in those baseballs? So, yeah, I'm sure they're juicing the balls. But maybe, definitely. Maybe. But at the end of the PSI day, action. this is a team that is not scoring runs right now, and you're getting Shitty some decent fingers. pitching. Again, like I said earlier in the show, Rick Porcello did not give you a gem by any means, but if you give up four runs as a starter, you should have your team in it. 
and the Red Sox at no point yesterday felt like they were in it. It felt of like the they offense. were down uh, when they got down four nothing. It felt like they were down fifteen nothing. Well, yeah, and it right. doesn't help that Porcello puts you down four nothing before the fourth inning. So yeah, Porcello has sucked. By the way, all yeah. year he's been terrible. I feel like they need a starter, but they because I mean with the they have one guy. It's discombobulated with one guy. Well, we thing. thought this Price rotation and... was well, going to be the a... best in the AL. Well, uh, by I think far. you guys are being a little unfair to this rotation for Why? a couple reasons. First of all, how's that fine. Price, Price has been uh, has been a pain in the ass. Fine, but he's but, been, but he's been well. pitching well. Yeah. Drew Pomeranz. Where's yeah. this come from? Yeah. This guy's been good. Yeah. This guy's been good. Has been good. 11 wins. Eduardo Rodriguez, since he's been back, has been a little shaky, but he started He'll off the fine. year very well. So fine. I think you guys are hating on this rotation a little too much right now. They've dealt with some I, I, I mean, if Doug Fister's in the right rotation, amount. I'm right yeah. with you. We're dude. hating yeah. on them the right amount because Porcello, for what it's worth, he was a Cy Young Award winner last year. You don't go 4-14 four and 14 because your team's letting you down. It's uh, you go regression four and to the mean. because you suck. <laughs> it's regression to the mean. beyond that. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. It's taking his career. When is Cy Young back down to the mean? That's what he needs he does to do it every other year. Yeah, My right, God, and for what it's worth, so we'll David, win the Cy Young next year. David yeah. Price might be going out there and giving you good outings, but I, I think you can literally point to that guy and directly correlate the team's performance of late yeah. and their poor performance of late to David Price. So he might be costing you more than he's giving you every fifth so day. Answer anyway. the question, Dave. Yeah, I was gonna say, I reliever or bat? It's a reliever, okay? Because this team is just not reaching their potential. The bats should be better. And I think you shouldn't need a bat at the deadline. Yeah. They need to play Wake better. They got to yeah. play better. That's it. End of story. This roster is talented enough to be one of the top offenses in the league. Mm-hmm. And I'm tired of hearing that they're not good enough because they are good enough. They're just not playing good enough. Right. Well, th- their their mind's not there, and that's why I think they need a new person. To come in. That's what I was thinking. I think so what? We can Joey poison B- that person's mind as well? Joey Batista. Joey Bats. Yeah, well. I, I would try to make a run after him. He could be a, a nice little bat. He's, he's having a terrible year. It doesn't matter. So you, uh, he does love hitting at Fenway. This is why like, I just don't make, a, I don't make a deal like that. For a big bat? Someone that might cost you something? I just don't. I, I instead... Co- it won't cost you much. Dombrowski- if it doesn't cost you much, I... Do a bat. It will cost you more. Bautista has 16 home runs. Like, he's right there with you. If it doesn't cost you much. And I don't think it will. What bat are you getting? Jay Bruce. I already told you this. Yeah, I think they are getting Jay Bruce. You think so? They're getting Jay Bruce, Addison Reed. Big package. Okay, so what will they have to do? Does that solve all your problems? I think they'll give up. Uh, Devers, Chavez, whatever. Michael Chavez. Chavez. uh, Chavez, a couple double A pitchers. Does Bruce come in here and solve. All the problems, not all the problems, but it helps and sparks something. And and again, look, I'm not saying I'm not saying Almighty. (laughs) Exactly, it's gonna be the savior. That'll be the headline when he hits the walk-up home run first game. And I'm not, and I'm not saying, guys, and I'm not (laughs) saying, I got the power. And I'm not saying that Rafael Devers is the savior, but if like that. 427 foot bomb that he hit in Safeco was tenet. a display yep. of raw power. Yeah, Should he be. can give you a little bit of a boost at third base. You saw it the first that game that he had you. power when he pu- uh, pull, uh, uh, put that pitch the opposite way and it almost went fair. Yeah. Brian, how old is Addison Reed? Uh, he is like 28, 29. Alright, so he's fairly old. I, I was going to say if he was bad. That old. Well, I, I was going to say if he's like a younger pitcher, yeah, like 23 or 24. No, but I'm saying like 23 or 24. Yeah, then, 28. Then you would have had to give up. I'm good. You'd have to give up more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there's more years. Right. How many years on that contract does he have, though? I have maybe a. Co- it's arbitration, Cause, cause so it's not expensive. And, and here's Bruce the thing has about Jay, more, no, one, Juno, one Jay year? Bruce is a rental. Million. Jay Bruce is a rental. Yep, five million dollars he was owed this year. It won't take you much. No, I don't think it will. Right. And the Mets so, are sellers, so uh, even so, though they bought AJ Ramos, no, Jay, Jay Bruce. Uh, I, I think you're getting that number wrong. He was owed. He was thirteen million dollars. So he's owed five million. million I I will I will agree with your Bruce deal if Reed comes along with him. Okay. All right. I would love to see that. That is a productive move. I think I think that's what Zabrowski's waiting for because during the uh, right before the uh, like right on deadline day, that's when deals get cheaper. I keep going back to that. That's that's the one thing that concerns me though, Brian. Is Zabrowski generally doesn't wait. He uh, doesn't wait. He's usually the first know. to pull the trigger on a deal. I don't know. He's usually on top of it more than everyone on else. On deadline day, that's when he and you makes know his biggest moves. And, and here's the Maybe? thing. That's why when he acquired and, and, David and, 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 Price and here's the thing that, for the Tigers. And here's the uh, thing. Remember that? How, that worked out so well. <laughs> for the Tigers? For no, it's a not. But that's what he does. And, and here's the he thing. He acquires the big names 
on the big have you game. have we'll you see. heard any rumors about Jay Bruce to the Red Sox? Yes, have, have you? Yeah. Okay. Ken Rosenthal just okay, tweeted it yesterday. Uh, then, then never mind. Because I was going to say sometimes it's the ones you don't hear. And about. he included uh, Addison Reed in that, and Curtis Granderson. Okay. But so, Curtis Granderson is gross. So maybe there so is. No. If that's the <laughs> so one, maybe I'll there is do some. It. Okay. So if then maybe there is some. Bruce and Reed, I do that. And Mets want to rebuild, so right. Why not? Question though, if uh, just a quick thing, if Curtis Granderson came over here, where would he play? He would, would he be play a DH. 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 DH is now open because Hamlin's willing to play first base. Depth. It's so awesome. He's saving the spot on the bench. What he, are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. he's depth. Be like, is uh, you're, you're gonna have to heat the seats for us. You <laughs> what understand? Was he? And then Bat Mitch becomes that a, ass down. And then Mitch <laughs> Moreland becomes a platoon option at first. Uh, Moreland can be included in the deal. Make sure it's nice and no. warm for. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Moreland's been terrible. Yeah, Moreland has a toe, bad toe. <laughs> Moreland has a toe, <laughs> a bad toe. Get out of here! He probably has ten of them. Really? Terrible bad toe. <laughs> terrible. All right, question number two, guys. Right, what you guys want? Here I am. Get out of here! He's got a toe. He <laughs> says a bad toe. Moreland's got a toe. Terrible toe. Yeah, I got a toe too. You. Want... Uh. <laughs> I oughta. What a, what a rare, I oughta. What a rare find this Mitch Moreland is. He has <laughs> oh, he has a toe, you see. A fine which is, toe. Which is a, an odd thing for a human being. He's got hair on it. To be sporting. And if you look to the left of that toe, you'll actually find more toes. Mm-hmm. Insane. Guys, yes. it's 138 and we're already just on question two. <laughs> All right. Um, so... <laughs> Brandon Workman has been a pleasant surprise coming out. He of really bullpen. has, yeah. yeah. Uh, do you think he should be the eighth inning guy, or when Joe Kelly nope. goes back? I don't think. Joe no, Kelly I think Joe Kelly will nope. re- regain that role. Look, I think for the most part, we. It's Joe side Kelly. question: Will Carson Smith pitch for the Red Sox? Probably yes. not. I'm, I'm, I'm honestly thinking at this point he won't. Doesn't look he's, good. He's Early just about as tall as Thornburg. But to answer your question, will Brandon Workman be your eighth inning guy? Not at least until I hope September. Not. I mean, I think he's a solid seventh inning guy that can come in and maybe get you out of a mess if you get runners at the corners, one out. Maybe he's the guy that comes in and gets you a double play or something like That's that. It's Matt Barnes currently. Matt Barnes last two times to come in has gotten a double play. True, but here's the thing: Matt Barnes, for the most part, has been sharing that role with Joe Kelly as sort of the eighth inning guy. But he sucks on the road, and he's yeah, terrible, he's on, the terrible so, on the road. So, so I think when Point Joe Kelly seven, comes back, like nine ERA at home, so four so, something ERA. So on to the road. An- so to answer your question, I like Brandon Workman, but no, he's not going to be the eighth inning guy. I think it's still going to be Matt Barnes and Joe Kelly. And I think for the most part that's worked this season. Yeah, I think the bullpen's been fine as yeah, much as Dave doesn't want to admit that. Is what the third best bullpen? No, no, as, second best. As much as it pains second Dave to admit it, this has been a good bullpen. So, so no, <laughs> just, just watch out for I those can't, home I runs. I can't argue with that. I no, can't argue with not that. The, Statistically, I mean, they're the third best. Yes, bullpen. they need a name to go along with. They that don't need a name. Statistic. They, they need, need a guy to come in and they do his need job. a consistent eighth inning setup man. Right. They which, don't have which, one. Which would be a closer from another team who sucks. And I'll tell you, as Kinsler would be interesting. If Brandon Workman is your eighth inning guy, that's interesting. You might as well just quit now. Oh, when he's throwing ninety-seven, yeah, totally. Pretty, yeah, because right? okay. is he going to be? Big enough he's going to be that guy when you get to the playoffs. To, uh, he's he was be that in thirteen. Guy. He's, got, he's got a ring though. He wasn't thirteen, wasn't he? Wasn't well, he that eighth inning gonna guy? Be, he's going to be that eighth inning guy. No, it was Koji Uar uh, or Tazawa, uh, wasn't it? Thirteen. Genichi, yeah. He made that Genichi. bullpen. So, durable. but he wasn't the eighth inning guy. No. Okay. What about anyway, Addison Reed? So Addison Reed would be great. Right. That's. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously. So piggybacking off the answer trade. of the first. Yeah. So Ideal. look. So look. They don't have an eighth inning guy. They do not. They That's the real answer. Right. They and don't they, have they, one. They had one for a while with, with Joe Kelly. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. They had an every other day eighth inning guy in Joe Kelly. Well, he didn't need to pitch every day because the Red Sox. You were... never have to pitch every day based on circumstances that right. happen throughout the course of a, a season and right. a game. In a game, yeah. But and but this guy, if you so needed hard. him, if you needed him back to back days, couldn't do it. So he's not your eighth inning guy. Yeah, I think if Carson Smith comes back in September. I think you still have to mold him into it. I, yeah. I, I don't. I wouldn't say you have to expedite jo- the process. Joe Kelly pick, just have pitched to back to back days, June second and June third. Well, that's that's what I'm saying though. When it, wow! I told you he did it. I told you he did it once. Yeah, and, and, Brian. It's not like I'm making this up. The manager Small himself has side. said we don't pitch him back to back days. I know. I'm just I'm saying. I'm not just he making this up. It. He can't pitch back to back days. He did though. He did it once. He, that's that's doing it on an emergency basis, that's, most likely. It's doing it. He doesn't do it, Brian. 
Sure, he went point Acknowledge one this and point for me. Two Acknowledge this for me. They don't want to do that. Well, yeah, because he's injury prone. Makes sense. Thank you. But I, I think if Carson Smith comes back in September, they're going to have to utilize Matt Barnes in the eighth and Joe Kelly until Carson's ready to go into that. I agree. Question three. Is anybody else standing up doing this? Do you? No, no Dustin. No, no. Nobody else no. here. It's all just right. You and me. Biggest storyline <laughs> going into training camp for all the teams. Go. But biggest storyline for, for every single team in the NFL? <laughs> just one. Just pick one. <laughs> biggest storyline. <laughs> biggest storyline? Uh, Either that or you can do Patriots storyline. Whatever. Biggest oh storyline going into I'm training I'm trying to be camp. quick. Okay. Biggest NFL storyline going into training game. Blah, 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 blah. Will Kirk Cousins yeah, th- still th- be a Redskin after this season? No, we'll that's a nice one. one. That okay. is a good one. Or Patriot, uh, just do Patriots. <laughs> sure well, like no, no, I got no, one. I got no. one. Screw it. Zeke Elliott. Okay. Yeah, will he play? Will he play? Yeah, that's... I think he gets suspended for the whole year. A Patriots one. Uh, will Jimmy Garoppolo be trade bait? He's coming um, up in the final year of his deal. Tom no, Brady's still here. That's not really. Oh, well, Mark, we're going to be talking about that. Are you kidding me? It's not going to happen. Though. Oh, that doesn't ever happen midseason. Doesn't happen. Yeah. Oh, but you got to. If he's going to walk at the end of the year, you're not going to franchise him to be a backup. Come on. You're not going to franchise tag Is that guy. Is Deshaun Kaiser going to be the Cleveland Browns franchise quarterback? Uh, well, for Patriots, I... Nobody knows who he it's is. It's going to be for Colin Patriots, Kaepernick. I, I think it's Ninkovich and whether that, or not you know uh, the rumblings about his retirement. I like that oh, one. Yeah. I like that one, and I know he, Brian he, said he, it jokingly, I, yeah. but Colin Kaepernick, will he have a job? Yeah. yeah so that's, that's not tied to one. any specific team, yeah, that's, but that's, that's, that's a, a good nice storyline. Story All right, the question Jets. four, because we have to be quick. Yeah, I know. I'm standing right here. Been here for a long time. Mm. We're in first place. See, nobody else in first place. Where? Where? Talking to me? Question four. So... Earlier this week, Adrian Beltre was ejected for the funniest thing I think I've ever yep, seen. Yep, moving the on-deck <laughs> yeah, oh, that was hilarious. It so was good. warming up, warming up, where where people typically warm up. They walk around. They're not on the circle. The umpire told him to warm up on the circle. He picked it up, mm-hmm. moved it. What moved funniest it. ejection you've ever seen? That, yeah, but that's Adrian Beltre for you. Right. He's, he's a classic. The funniest ejection I've ever seen is also a very sad one. Milton Bradley, you guys remember him? Yeah. Uh, and when, I think when he was with the Brewers, he was a total a-hole. But he started arguing a play around first base, and he tore his ACL because he fell during the argument. Oh, no. <laughs> and I feel like I feel like a D-bag for bringing that up because that's actually really sad. Yeah, he didn't but, die. But he just tore his ACL. Still, they, it ended his season. And uh, I, got, I, I look, I did laugh when I saw it. It's funny. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's probably the funniest ejection I've ever seen. Uh, it doesn't trying, have to be baseball. I'm trying to think of the guy that um, threw the third base, like, uh, into the dugout. No, like, no, no someone, the like, bombs away. With, with no, that's my. That was the minor leagues guy. Right? Yeah, oh, it might have been that. Like Rosenberg. Rosenberg. Was Larusa ever with the Cubs? I yeah. feel like it was the Cubs. Oh, uh, Pinello. 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 At, at one point took took a base. Yeah. Like he's yelling at the he's yelling at the umpire at third yeah. base. He's pointing at it. He's trying to show him. <laughs> it's right here. He picks it up. And he just ends up throwing the <laughs> throwing third base. My into favorite the ones are when like uh, the manager uh, the the manager comes out and starts like drawing the strike zone yeah. for the umpire. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, it it's around yeah. here. It's not over here. John Farrell had a really good tat. Yeah, uh, the gum. Uh, oh, the one earlier, earlier this, this year. Yeah, earlier yeah. this year. Where, he, was, where, he, where, where they were like making. Oh it yeah, he was close <laughs> enough to kiss him. Right <laughs> well, on the lips. They probably taste each other's spittle. Was there a one where he dropped the gum back and forth? But he didn't get ejected. I don't think. No, he did get ejected. Yeah, no, 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 no. No, the gum. Where someone no, got gum no, spat on them. No, Bobby Valentine. We're talking about oh. this. Uh, oh, the John Farrell one this year. Oh, yeah, yeah oh, that, that was that's another one. one for the Bach, where the umpire called yes, time gotcha, out. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, and yeah. the I don't know why the umpire other uh, the umpire wasn't just like I did call time out. Yeah, they, yeah. they looked like a <laughs> couple of those uh, Falcons on the Nature Channel <laughs> fighting <laughs> over a dead carcass. Like <laughs> they're they're right here, they're tilting their heads. No, it's right like that Affleck commercial. It's like that Affleck commercial with Lupinella. You guys throw me out. Yeah, I'm throwing you out. You guys throw me out. Yeah, how's your mother? Two honorable mention ones. You guys remember when Kyle Wyland? Uh, in his major league debut for the Red Sox, yeah, got the, ejected. Yeah, yeah. I think he threw at Vlad Guerrero. Yeah. There was a lot going on in that series. Mm-hmm. And then just another one is just Earl Weaver. Just YouTube it. Yeah. The one where he's mic'd oh, up. Earl. Hilarious. Yeah. Right, Love Earl good. Weaver. Question five. Okay. Write what you guys want. Here I am. So, the lead singer of I'm yours. Lincoln Park I'm pe- yours. Uh, commits suicide. Yep. Yeah. Favorite Lincoln Park song. We'll oh. end it with that. Uh, oh, I like a lot of their songs, <laughs> yeah. man. What's I, the one they did with Jay-Z? Uh, <laughs> God, what's it called? Numb. numb? Uh, well, Numb is great. Well, they I had like, that entire like album. Encore. Encore. Yeah, 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 encore. 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 Well, yeah. it was Numb. It was his encore. It was a com- gotcha. combination. Yeah, I'd say that one. 
Yeah, Nama. Last Resort. Nama's great. Um, that's that. No, that's, that's Papa Roach. That's Papa Roach. Oh, I'm sorry, not Last Resort. We talked no, about that earlier. Yeah, no, that's Papa Roach. I'm in sorry. The end. I forget. I was, in the uh, end. In the I'm end sorry. is great. I in forget the, end, the one that's... Not Last Resort. Uh, yeah, they sound similar. Paper cut? I forget the one with Jay-Z, uh, that had Jay-Z in it. That, well, 99 Problems was uh, Linkin Park uh, yeah. music in the background, which is right. also good. But uh, Paper Cut, their songs with Evanescence were pretty good. Yeah. They they had they had some really good. What's the title of the songs. song that starts uh, one thing? I don't know why. It doesn't even matter how hard you try. In the end, that's in the end. That's in the end. Okay, a lot of their songs also sound similar. Yeah, that's they true. do. <laughs> that's <laughs> why. Yeah, he has such a unique voice. Oh man, he had. Sad story. He was man. one of those singers that just had so much passion in his voice. It wasn't like I mean, it's a lot of those '90s bands, right? Like you can. Yeah. You can say, hey, not the most beautiful voice, like Third not the greatest blind. voice, right. yeah. but you heard the passion in that right. guy's voice. Like, oh man, and. Yeah. Sad. Just a sad story. He was actually a fill-in for Stone Temple Pilots. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, RIP. They were supposed to perform at... Um, My brother was supposed to go. Yeah. Yep. And th- did they have to call it off? I'm they had there. to call it off. Yep. All right. That wraps up five questions here on the Sports Blast. We'll be back with the Blast Stop. Don't go anywhere. ESPN New Hampshire. 1250 ESPN New Hampshire. Manchester's local ESPN. Mobile app. If you have a Lowe's Advantage card, you can get an extra 5% off every day on items big or small. So you can save an extra 5% on a new coat of paint, updating appliances, replacing the flooring, and even save an extra 5% on little things like cleaning supplies, laundry detergent, and air filters. The big to-dos to the everyday essentials. You get an extra 5% savings every day when you use your Lowe's Advantage card. If you don't have one, apply today. All projects have a starting point. Start with Lowe's. Subject to credit approval and can't be combined with any other credit offers. Exclusions apply. See store for details. U.S. only. There are two things every parent wants when their child goes to college for their child to do well and a way to afford it now with discover student loans parents can have the best of both worlds not only do our loans cover up to 100 percent of school certified costs with zero fees but we'll give them a cash reward for each new student loan if they earn at least a 3.0 gpa or equivalent that means every a in history or b in math could help them earn a cash reward for good grades just one of the many ways we treat you like you treat you apply now in 15 minutes or less at the outdoor almanac Brought to you by New Hampshire Fishing Games Wildlife Journal. By everybody's definition, this is going to be a bad year for ticks. But that shouldn't keep anybody indoors and away from hiking, fishing, or just a simple walk in the woods. You just have to keep a watch for wood ticks and an even closer look for the deer tick. It's hard to see a deer tick because it's less than one-sixth the size of a wood tick, but you'll know it if you see it. Telltale sign of a deer tick bite is the red bullseye rash around the bite. But with common sense and modern chemistry, you can increase your odds of breezing through spring and summer. Just tuck your pants inside your socks and boots and wear light-colored clothing, which helps you spot unwanted riders. And apply a deep repellent on your clothes as well. Don't let a flat, eight-legged insect or its cousin keep you from enjoying all the outdoor opportunities that New Hampshire has to offer at this time of year. Outdoor Almanac is brought to you by New Hampshire Fish and Game's Wildlife Journal, the magazine for people with outside interests. Exercise is hard. So is maintaining a healthy diet. Of course, neither is half as hard as dying. Sadly, type 2 diabetes, heart disease, and stroke kill nearly a million people a year. Even sadder, most of these deaths are preventable with a few lifestyle changes, including regular activity, healthier eating, and not smoking. Talk to your doctor about your risk for type 2 diabetes and heart disease. And if your doctor recommends lifestyle changes or medication, listen. The reason so many die is because not enough are willing to change. You can stop it starting right now. It's your life. Listen to your doctor. Eat better. Get moving. Visit CheckupAmerica.org or call 1-800-DIABETES. A message from the American Diabetes Association. Standings, trades, and breaking news. This is your ESPN New Hampshire update. The Red Sox returned home last night, but it was not the homecoming they were looking for. They fell to the Royals 4-2. Rick Porcello with yet another loss. He is 4-14 on the season. David Price was scheduled to pitch last night, but was placed on the 10-day DL following an MRI on Thursday on his elbow, which revealed a little bit of inflammation, enough to keep him out, I guess. Unless it was the Boo Birds that were really keeping him out. The stint is retroactive to July 25th, so he'll be eligible for a return on Friday. The Sox have dropped five of their last six games and are now a game and a half, uh, sorry, a half a game 
behind the Yankees in the AL East. After the Yanks topped the Rays last night, 6-1. Sox and Royals will do it again tonight. Eddie Rodriguez on the hill. First pitch from Fenway Park is at 7-10. The Patriots are conducting their first full padded practice today. They begin their preseason against the Jags on August 10th. Other Patriots news, Raymond Claiborne is the 26th player inducted into the Patriots Hall of Fame. The ceremony took place outside of Gillette Stadium earlier today. Claiborne spent 13 years with the Patriots and holds the franchise record along with Ty Law with 36 interceptions. With your Sports Center update, I'm David Pollard. Don't go anywhere. The Sports Blast continues live from the ESPN New Hampshire studio in Nashua right now. All right, final few minutes here on the Sports Blast, ESPN New Hampshire, ESPNNHradio.com, as we are in the blast off, getting ready to head on out of here. Um, so what do you guys want to talk about in the final two minutes here, just uh, whether or not John Farrell's still going to have his job by the time we come back here next week? I guess that's like, uh, well, I mean, we did, we hit on like we did everything on we wanted yeah, we to hit on with the Red on it, Sox. Yeah. We, we did a lot of if, Red Sox If today. they struggle during this homestand and fall to, let's say, three and a half out, he's probably going day to day. On his job. He Bo- should already borderline. be dated, amen. And they've yeah. lost five out of their last six. They've lost control of the AL East. Now it's not even in your hands. The Yankees just have to be better than you the rest of the way. So I I don't I don't see how he's not already on the hot Red seat. Sox also have three games in hand. Or two games in two hand. Two games in hand. Okay, so they got to, the again, they, column, the Yankees have to be better than the Red Sox the rest of the way. Right. Which they're doing right now. Right. right now, they're playing better than the Red Sox. Well, and then the Yankees earlier had a stretch where they were playing awful, and the Red and Sox. And what does it say that true. you didn't separate yourself that much? Right. I mean, it was in, like you got four games ahead of them. That's it. Well, they yeah, but like, they were they lost like twelve out of. They 15. were also five games behind them. Don't so for, they gained nine games. Don't forget, they got a big stretch against the Yankees coming right. up. They have ten games left against the Yankees. It's a, Those are going to be big series. Right, huge. And and honestly, it, it sucks Which that it great. even comes down to that. No, but that's great. No, I was going to say, because I, I like the rivalry sort of being reignited here. You're in a race for the AL East with the Yankees. I think on the whole, that is a good thing. It's a healthy thing for, for the sport yep. in general, but yep. for the rivalry. You yep. know, you want that sort of passion. When these two teams meet, but I'm well, curious. and and for the attention for the Red Sox because all the attention has been within the clubhouse. Now they can kind of it's been negative. For, yeah, exactly. Now they can kind of formulate teamwork and go out there and play against the Yankees right. and fight for a playoff. But let me tell you something right now. When it comes to the character and makeup, and you know we don't get to watch the Yankees all that often. Right. But they've beaten the Red Sox this year. Pretty good. They don't. The Red Sox do not score runs against the Yankees, and the Yankees have pretty much lit up the Red Sox. So, I look at those series and I wonder, how do the Red Sox step up in those instances? Are they actually going to show up when it matters most? And final question, I guess, for you guys. In those series, which team do you think is more likely to understand what it's going to take to win those series and and to hopefully make it to the playoffs? Which team is going to step up in the bigger way? Yankees, and the reason why is because they have that veteran presence. Yeah, exactly. It's the mindset. It's all about the mindset. The Red Sox are too young, and and the veterans that they have on the team, they're not clear-cut. They don't know. They don't really care to play baseball. All the young guys got their first taste last year, so maybe they'll start to click uh, down this last two stretch after the trade deadline after we we look and see what Dave Dombrowski will do someone's got to take control of that team other yeah. than David Price I yeah. think that pile of crap is just going to keep on building we'll see to be honest we'll come back next week and talk about it for everyone here we'll see you next week later radio